do re mi fa so la ti do mom over see babu and we speaking in a different language Is that um, Aristocats that they do it in? The do. Uh, no, that's Sound of Music. Sound of Music. Yeah. Okay. Do. A deer. No, no, a no, female no, 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 deer. They like copy it. Oh, do mi so do do so yeah, mi yeah, that's, do. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it's Aristocats. <laughs> Aristocats. Yeah. I almost put that on for the daycare kids today. I love that movie. I know me. Charlotte too. does too. I like it's it. A cute one. It's a good one. Hi, buddy. Hey, we're here. Happy Friday. Happy. Oh, happy Galentine's Day. Galentine's Day. We're a lady friend. Celebrate lady friend. Yeah. If you didn't know, Galentine's Day is the most important holiday of the year. Yeah. Screw screw Valentine's Day, guys. It's all about the Galentine's Day. Uh, welcome to our podcast. This is What's With the Neighbors. We are a true crime and paranormal podcast. Uh, that's Brie. And that's Amy. And we are neighbors. <gasps> what? Four doors down. Four doors down. We both did that at the same time. <laughs> um, this is why we're friends. This is why we're friends. We're friends first, neighbors second, guys. Absolutely. But we... We needed a name for the podcast, yeah. so that's where that's what happened. That's what happened. And you know what? <laughs> Spooky things happen to your neighbors. They do. Your na- you may not know who your neighbor is. Yep. That's, that's why right. you should be checking on them. Sure should be. You could have ghosts. You could have aliens. Uh, someone murders. could kill their husband with poisonous milk. Yes. It's happened before. It's happened before, and then we never know. Yep. So. Speaking of killing people. Would you like me to tell you a neighborhood story? <laughs> sure. Oh, I did want to tell I, you. Yeah, I wanted you to tell me about your <laughs> what you want, what you wanted to tell me. I was me. like, wow, segue right into it. Um, so everyone, my uncle is great. I love him so much. I've talked to him maybe a collective of like five hours my entire life. <laughs> He's not a very talkative guy. He's great. Sounds like Ron Swanson. Yes. He just does not want to talk. Uh, he's the best friend I never talk to. Yes. He's, he? he's my we, best friend. We never talk. We never talk. <laughs> so um, he used to be work as a mortician. And he went to mortuary school and everything like that. And so I just am so excited because I called him yesterday to talk ask him for some stories and he said he's gonna give me some stories he told me some already but I don't feel like it's safe to share on the podcast they were very <laughs> very awful I heard them guys they're <laughs> not safe for work they're not safe for not work. Sa- NSF wait not, uh, it's not NSFP not safe for podcast not safe for podcast <laughs> yep so uh he's gonna get me some that I can share on the podcast uh, there was one where he said actually he was taking a box to go embalm the body and the body the whole box started shaking <laughs> yeah so just like things like that I'm really looking forward to <laughs> Yeah, the chills again. Like, I already heard that. (laughs) And it gave me the chills the first time. Yeah. When I was on the phone with him, he asked me, he said, Ah, sorry. (laughs) 
uh, I, you know, I told him, I said, I have a true crime paranormal podcast with my friend and yada, yada, yada. And he said, is that something that you get on your walkie talk, your <laughs> pocket walkie talkie? <laughs> and I was uh, like, yes, my cellular device. Absolutely. That's exactly right. <laughs> He served in Vietnam, so that just shows his personality. In and, a, and his age. Yes, and his age. <laughs> so then he called my mom today, and this is what I was going to tell you, was he called my mom, and he was like, Candy, what's a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Amy called me. <laughs> so she has this thing called a podcast. <laughs> This is how he sounds. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, he's great. I love him. What's a podcast? <laughs> All mad about it. <laughs> Dang it. So, apparently, according to my mom, he's looking forward to me calling again and he's going to write these things down, even though he was like, Can you just remember it? I'm like, No. <laughs> You have to write them down. Please write them down for me or I will record you and transcribe right? it for yeah. you. But come on, I was going to suggest that, but it's so just a pain. That's how Bob does it. Bob. Bob takes a picture of it and then I have to <laughs> write it all down from my phone. That is the most ink. It's so annoying. And then I found out my computer had dictation. Oh, nice. Or uh, I guess microsoft word yeah does. so yeah. i was like oh yes you can just read it yes but it's really sweet that he writes it it out is it and is. then takes a picture of it <laughs> instead like... of typing it or <laughs> it would be so much easier just to type it yeah but i guess it would take more time to write it i i mean depending on who yeah. it is but I mean, he could at least email it to you so that you could read it like off your phone or <laughs> but when you he takes a picture, it's hard to read yep. when you print it out. Yes, it is. It's all good, though. It's good. Oh, I still goodness. appreciate your stories. Yes. Bob. <laughs> Dad. You want to read me a neighborhood story? Absolutely. Hey, Amy. Did you know that for the first time in history of the Internet that the web has become listenable? Yes. Check out Newsly. It's an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any moment. And then it reads them to you in natural human voice, which is important to me. And they also have podcasts here. You can explore podcasts from over 40 countries. Download and use Newsly for free now from www.newsly.me. From here, use promo code NE number one GHB0URS and get one month for a free trial. This information will be posted on our social medias at WWTN Podcast. Stop scrolling and start listening. So in honor of Valentine's Day, this is from the next door app. It says getting drunk on my porch. Anybody want to join? I've been fully vaccinated for six weeks and haven't had any social interaction. Oh. LOL. I'd love to meet some neighbors. I'm a chef. I'll cook you something. Sigh. Missing restaurants and social interaction. And someone commented. Also, or, and then she commented. Also, I won't be wearing makeup or a bra. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> you just invited every pervert to your house. Every pervert. <laughs> Someone was very lonely. Right? <laughs> I mean. It's good. At least you cooked them dinner. Or yeah. offered to. You know what would be really sad is if no one responded. <laughs> to get drunk on her porch and eat yeah. mac and cheese and hot dogs. You think that's what she was cooking? <laughs> oh, she said she was a chef. Oh, yeah. probably like some cocoa van or something fancy. Yeah, it's the only fancy I don't know dish I can salmon. think of. Salmon, salmon. Surf. I would, I wouldn't mind surf and turf. Well, I would, I would love some surf and turf or some turf and turf. Yeah, I would. I would. Lots of butter. Oh. I would go for chips and chips Queso. and salsa. What is it called? Chips and chips ahoy. No, it's a uh, fish. Chips and dip. Nope. Chips and fish. <sighs> fish and chips. Fish and chips. Why why can you say that? I don't you know. said it's a fish. I know. He just had to reverse the two words. <laughs> Bishan. Crisps. Bishan. Crisps. Those are those are from England. Crisps. It makes me <laughs> those think are fries. Super troopers when they go speeding and speeding and oh. I still have not seen that. Oh my god. I know. I know. It's on my list. I know. See, I dog on you for all these scary movies. Snodgeberries. They so like snodgeberries. Well, that's from Willy Wonka. Snodgeberries taste like snodgeberries? Yeah. It's from Super Troopers 2. Oh, I was about to say they took it You boys that. like Mexico! <laughs> okay, I watched that movie way too many times. I need to watch it. <laughs> Sorry. You're good. All right, do, do you want to go first? Yeah, uh, no, I want you to go first. Are you sure? Yeah. What is it? Uh, what are you planning on doing? Why? I have such trust issues with you. What the I have heck? a feeling. No, I don't have Where's anything. Where's Alice? She's at my our friend's house. It's like, Are you at, sure? Yes, she's at Kate's You house. promise? You can ask her. All right. I don't have anything planned. I'm sorry to disappoint you. But I said to go first because he wanted to go first first. Yeah, but then someone said save best for last. So I, I mean, was she was. She made a point. I made, I went first last week. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And on our Valentine's and Galentine's Day, I decided to do something in light of those themes. Okay. So um, what's something that you think of that's like paranormal, mythological, legend, whatever, and like love? Um, okay, I got this. Hold on. Um, think. I want to see it. Think high school. Okay. When you uh, were in vampires. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. Oh! That's exciting. So I, I was, was gonna like, say Medusa, but I was like, no, it's nah, not love. Nah. Um. So yeah, I wanted to do vampires because <gasps> they're like symbol, like love, lust, yeah, blood, gore. Obviously, vampires are well that we know of. They're not real. So there are many like variations of vampires out there. Lots of different legends and whatnot. So I decided to kind of go around and figure out who says what and what they do and whatnot. I think they're real. I don't know. I love you, Edward Cullen. No, I'm just kidding. And it's okay. I love Edward Cullen. I'm team team Cullen all the way. What? I'm team Jacob. Sorry, I'm team Edward. Jacob is so much better looking. Oh, he's way better looking. <laughs> <laughs> he's Taylor Lautner. He has muscles he has like that aren't painted muscles. on. <laughs> you know his are airbrushed on, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Edward's were. That's embarrassing. Um, so, okay. So, uh, sparkly or burning in the sun. We're going to try to cover all the vampires. Okay. Uh, the biggest characteristic of all these guys is that they their need for blood 
especially human blood. Um, they typically drain their victim's blood using their sharp fangs, killing them and sometimes turning them into another vampire. In general, vampires hunt at night since the sun weakens their powers. Some may have the ability to morph into a bat or other animals. Vampires have super strength and often have hypnotic sensual effects on their victims. Edward. Edward. (laughs) (laughs) Or Bale from True Blood. And they can't see their image in a mirror or cast shadows. So uh, let's bite into these. (gasps) (gasps) Oh, that really hurt my teeth. I hope it caught that. (laughs) I hope so. The first I'm going to go over, you know, Dracula, the story. Mm -hmm. He is actually based off of a real person. What? So a real life person was. That poor guy. An awful person. Mm, Not not so much. Oh, you said awful. Okay. So, uh. The real Dracula is based in, like, Scotland and Romania, and he is based off of a guy named Vlad the Impaler. Sounds great, right? Um, He was a medieval prince whose bloodthirsty acts inspired the world's most famous Bram Stoker's Dracula. Okay. Uh, So Dracula had deathly pale skin, sharp white teeth, and long fingernails. Oh, my gosh. Oddly portrayed as gross but also sexy. No. Yep. Sounds mostly gross. Like the lure of them women in. Maybe the sexy came from like the mysteriousness of I don't him. know. Ew. He does not. I, I've never the seen the Dracula movies, but ew. He's so gross. I saw pictures. Um, so he's known for drinking the blood of unsuspecting uh, victims, sleeping in his coffin every day, avoiding the light, and fearing all that is holy. So that's Dracula. Back to Vlad. Okay. This great guy. A.K.A. Wait. Hold on a second. So, uh, the game Sims. They have a a character in the game named Vlad, and he is pale and skinny and bony, and uh, he's like lives in a a dark gothic type uh, mansion. And if you have the expansion pack for vampires, he's a (gasps) vampire. It's perfect. Just, so, so I wonder if they like created that character. Well, because Dracula, according to Hotel Transylvania, <laughs> Vlad is Dracula's dad in those oh. movies. So it's like Vladimir, and then there's Dracula. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. There's there's stuff about where the name Dracula comes from. It had, I believe, it actually did have something to do with his dad. Um, this guy's dad. So okay. Um, ba 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 ba. So bl- back to Vlad the Impaler, aka Vlad the Third, Prince of Wallachia. Sorry, I wrote it into the pronunciation. It's that spelled really weird. Vlad was a 15th century warlord in what today is Romania in southern eastern Europe. Uh, he's known for some pretty brutal acts, such as uh, during a banquet that he hosted, he ordered the impaling of 500 boyars. Um, Why? Which <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure is because they uh, were like a threat uh, to his authority or okay. uh, his level. It was probably only like it's a 50. wild party, right? <laughs> you all are gonna die. <laughs> you all are gonna die. <laughs> it was probably only like fifty. Um, also, the legends say that he would actually dip the bread that he would eat into the blood of the victims of the enemies, um, and yeah, eat it. 
so it's gross and just drink in, the stupid blood yeah exactly don't turn it into yeah, it that's ew. disgusting like let me just dip this in bread this is not olive garden dude <laughs> Um, in another instance, he also carried men, women, children um, from a village to Wallachia and had them impaled. Yeah. Not the kids. Yeah, he's crazy, dude. That is rude. Yeah, he's awful. He's awful. Um, so that's that's pretty much everything on Vlad. Okay, moving on. He's a terrible person. So now we're going to jump to another person. This one comes from... Israel it's uh Hebrew um this is Lilith oh that's a cute name yeah she's cute so there are many legends that Lilith stems from a ton of them so I kind of just picked my favorite one okay and the one that I've actually heard of so in her modern form Lilith is depicted as an evil monstrosity who seduces men so Lilith is often regarded as queen and mother of creatures of the dark. Okay. She is responsible for nightmares, erotic dreams, diseases, miscarriages, and even sucking the blood of men. Okay. The mis- Why the miscarriages? Like, that's rude. Yeah. She's, so far, she sounds great. Yeah. I like her, except mm, for the miscarriages. She's, she's pretty crazy. Uh, so she is a woman with many faces, uh, depending on when or where you've heard of her. I personally like the version of her as a beautiful woman that can stir lust and desire into the heart of any man. <gasps> Get him, Lilith. Yeah. She is sassy. <laughs> she is often connected with creatures of the night, like owls, jackals, and snakes. And stories about her say she's most likely the strongest during uh, a waning moon. What's that? Uh, waning, waxing. It's it's a phase of the moon. Oh, okay, it, okay, okay. Kind of like a banana. I thought I was like picturing a moon that was like, wee. It's a growing, I think it's getting bigger. Getting bigger. Yeah. So one legend closer, this one's kind of goes along with the Bible, says that Lilith was created by God at the same time as Adam, and they were the first man and woman, and after defying the will of Adam and God, she became filled with hate and possessed by demonic powers, vowing revenge against God and angels. She promised to kill a hundred of her children every day until she returned after and after she had defied them all, she was banned from heaven. She She's like, I'm gonna kill a hundred of my kids every yep. single day. Uh, wow. But that did not stop her to vow re- revenge upon the entirety of mankind. Um, oh which was created by Adam and Eve. So her promise was to kidnap and kill children, destroy women's hopes for happy families. Oh, my god! Seduce and torment men. According to it, while the primary goal of Lilith was to seduce men and use their semen to produce more demon spawns. Oh, my gosh. She would also need to suck on their blood to regain strength, often killing their vic- killing her victims by this act so she was just like basically like a demon or a vampire demon demon i think i think vampires are forms of demons they could be yeah because that's kind of how they portray them on buffy I'm going out for the movies, of course. Of course. I mean, they're they're like the undead, so. She was also, um, uh, what's her face's mom off of, off of Lucifer? What's her face's mom? Um, 
Why can't I think of um, Maze? Maze. Yeah, mom? she's Maze's mom. Maze was one of her demon children. Oh, uh, well, demon we don't like her creatures. then because Maze, oh, I like. Yeah, she was evil. Yeah. Uh, so the next one, we're going to Iran. <laughs> I, thought, I pictured it as like, Iran. Oh. <laughs> and you're like, no thanks, I did not run. <laughs> Oh my god! Ooh, that was good. Should have just not. Should have just let it go, or not. So okay, next place. All right, so we are gonna go to Iran next and talk about uh, Lamat Stu. Okay, Lamat Stu. This is an even older folklore than Lilith. Okay, it originated in Meso- Mesopotamia. Persia and modern Iran. Before Lilith, there was the myth of Lamatshu, who was said to also be a cryptid demon. She watched pregnant women as they gave birth and then snatched away the newborn to drink its blood. She was a She's baby a, snatcher. I was just going to say that. She mm. was a vampire baby snatcher. That was all on her. Oh, okay. These are all pretty short for the most part. I love Lil- these. Lilith was the sh- Lilith was the longest one. I do too. It's fun. Yeah, uh, it's fun learning about everybody's different cultures and beliefs and whatnot. Yeah. So, the next one, and also you're gonna get let me pronounce some fun words because uh, my phone wouldn't pronounce some of these names. Your phone's like, nope, Pen- not gonna do it. <laughs> this one is in Malaysia, and the name of this one is. Panangalin. Panangalin. I'm going to say Panangalin. Their version of it was a flying woman's head. Yep, just just a head, no body. And from the head, there were her insides hanging out. Uh, Duh. I mean, you got stuff. That's disgusting. Spinal cord, guts. So we could have done like a clean slate, (laughs) you know, like a clean cut. Clean cut. Right across. Clearly, his knife was not sharpened. He should have seen Josh. <laughs> you know, Josh still talks about every time he brawls out his knife, he's like, I cannot believe Amy questioned me that one time and said, why is your knife so sharp, Josh? <laughs> All the time. Every time he pulls out his knife, he says something about it. He's like, I just can't believe she didn't. She questioned why my knife was sharp. Who cares? Well, my, uh, my knives are super dull. <laughs> so. He sharpens his knives for fun. <laughs> Uh, so Panana Glenn was formerly a beautiful midwife who made a pact with the devil for supernatural abilities. Oh. And she she was granted this. But in exchange, she had to detach from her body every night in search of blood from newborn infants and pregnant women. Why is it all... I know. <laughs> pregnant and babies. I know. Side note. Her intestines could actually grab people and leave sores on them for a really long time. That is disgusting. Ooh, what if they could like wrap around their neck and like pop their head off? And so she could just drink the blood straight from the body. Ew, that's kind of cool though. Yeah. (laughs) That'd be so cool. Sorry. I don't like that one. Uh, now we're going to Australia, the Outback. Oh, Australia. Let's not lose them again. Hey, guys. That one listener. <laughs> I, we have like three there. Oh, really? Yeah. What? We had like three there. The month started over, so it's recalculating. So, Yaramayahu. 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 
<laughs> Sounds like they Jeremiah. English. <laughs> Jeremiah is said to resemble a little red frog like man with a very big head and a large mouth but no teeth and suckers on the ends of his hands and feet. He lives in fig trees and instead of hunting for food, he waits for an unsuspecting traveler to rest under the tree. The creature then drops down and uses its suckers to drain the victim's blood. After that, it swallows. He's like. (laughs) (laughs) I'm full. (laughs) So wait, wait. After that, it swallows the person whole and then drinks some water and then takes a nap. (laughs) That's. It's so relatable. <laughs> right there with you. <laughs> Yara Mahu. <laughs> Makes me think of um, growing up, did any of your other siblings ever like do this over your head? Oh, my gosh. And you could feel it? No. They would like. No, but you know it's there. So you can like feel that it's there. Oh, yeah. But they would they would do this. And what I'm doing is like taking my hands and like scrunching it. Scrunching my, like she's above a claw. my head. Yeah. Like the and whole brain would, sucker. That's it. And they would say, do you know what I'm doing? Do you know what this is? No. Because you would always have to say no. It's a brain. It's a hungry brain sucker. There's it's no brain. starving. It's starving. <laughs> oh, I haven't heard that one 800 times. Move along. Next joke. Let's bully me in some other way. Yeah. Sibling. Siblings. Uh, so now we're going to go to Africa. And talk about Obeifo. Uh, Obeifo is a vampire witch-like mythological creature from West Africa. In Ashanti folklore, Obeifo are very common and may inhabit the bodies of any man or woman. They are described as having shifty eyes and being obsessed with food. Same. At night, it's said to admit a light from their armpits and anus. And hide in the trees waiting to eat children. Do you need a light? <laughs> Hold on, let me bend over. <laughs> they say where the sun don't shine, but the sun is definitely shining. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love it. Oh my god. <sighs> Oh, all right, let's go to Bulgaria. Okay. Ah, damn it. It feels like we're in Epcot going around the world. I, I, I know. That's why I said let's go. I love it. Uh, a legend. There is a legend there of a boar. A legend believed that when a person dies a sudden and violent death, the spirit refuses or doesn't realize it needs to leave its body. And after 40 days of being buried, the person, no vampire, will dig itself free from its grave and begin their reign of terror. This consists of smearing manure on someone's house (laughs) or breaking someone's dishes. (laughs) I always hated you, Sarah. (laughs) Have fun cleaning this up. Ted, you're a lousy neighbor. You're a lousy neighbor. <laughs> uh, they're active between noon and midnight and will exhaust all food sources until they need to attack a human for their blood. Uh, Always ends the same. Yeah. They really like their blood. They do. It's yummy. It's good for them. It's good for them. 
Um, have I? Sorry. No, you're I good. I know we're supposed to not banter. No, this you're much. fine. I'm in a group, a Facebook group. Oh I don't God! Know. Last time you added me to a Facebook group, I don't even want to hear about this. I like joining all these weird and bizarre Facebook groups because it's like there's people out there that are like this. Okay, so I can't remember the exact name of it. But it's Don't a, say the name of it. Oh, yeah, that's you true. Might, you might offend someone. It's a legit group with legit people that think that dr- drinking your pee <laughs> is healthy. <laughs> <laughs> like, people have claimed that it's cured, like, all these symptoms you're like, a part of this group i'm part of this you group. send me a lighter i want to be in it <laughs> i can't like, i want to pee in it <laughs> <laughs> it's oh my gosh Bray. like <sighs> reading these things and like looking it up and like you have to drink it like four times a day oh people ask questions and these people respond i mean if you pee on your feet in the shower it's supposed to help with the athlete's foot oh yeah i always pee on my feet same yeah you gotta do you really yeah i do too people are like ew these girls are disgusting (laughs) no it's an automatic thing yeah yeah i used to work for a podiatrist ammonia yeah (laughs) i'm so glad (laughs) i think rick pees on his feet too it's good for it's good for you. My mom feet. taught me that. She said she learned it in the Navy. She said it was one of the things she learned in the Navy is to pee on your feet so you don't get the athlete's foot. Yeah. I mean, and you can pee on jellyfish stings. Yeah. Yeah. That does work. I, I mean, I always try to wear like sandals and stuff wherever we go, like public uh, showering places. Well, I don't. I just pee that shit out. I'm just kidding. But what I'm saying is if I don't, I'm not that paranoid. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because other people. <laughs> Mark my territory. <laughs> You're turning purple. Oh, my dumb ears. <laughs> All right, finish the story. I'm going to pee really bad. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. So you might have to just restart that one part again. I'm going to restart it. Yep. All right. <laughs> All right, let's hop on a boat and go to Asia. Okay. We're going to go to Jiangxi. Jiangxi. Or talk about Jiangxi. Okay. Jiangxi is a corpse that moves around by hopping with its arms outstretched. It kills. This is such a funny story. (laughs) It kills living creatures to absorb their life force, force, a.k.a. their chi. Usually at night. Uh, during the day, it rests in its coffins or dark places like caves. That's it. Okay. So, Russia's next. And we are going to talk about the Wardulak or the Up Year. What up, dog? Up Year. Up Year. <laughs> But up your butt, up your <laughs> mom's butt. Up your is said to <laughs> Wordulak is said to be a witch, werewolf, or a nasty sinner excommunicated from the church, or even a vampire who brings droughts and epidemics. Okay, thanks a lot for COVID. Yeah, thanks a lot. They're a day walking vampire with iron teeth, 
and it said that it consumes the blood of its loved ones to convert its whole family into vampires. Vampire babies. I mean, they'd be <clears throat> adorable. Cute little babies. Cute little babies. Scotland. Okay. Laddie. Oh, uh, hold go- on. Real- Is there Germany? No. I'm sure there was one for Germany. Like, I was looking, and I started running out of space, so I was like, I need to cut this. I need to stop. So, Scotland has the Bioban Sith, Sith Lord from Star Wars, and she's a female vampire in Scotland who resembles a beautiful fairy-like creature, disguising herself as a normal woman and seduces then attacking her victims and, of course, draining their blood. I love that. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and lastly, this one is my personal favorite. This is just my little final touch on the whole thing. The sparkly vamps. Oh my gosh. In the, the tw- colons. In the twilight regions, we have these sparkly vampires who are insanely good looking, have super strength, speed, and often other special abilities such as reading your mind or even seeing the future. <gasps> what never heard of them before oh my goodness they can typically typically go out in the day if it's overcast otherwise they would have to give off or otherwise they would give away that they're vampires because their skin sparkles in the sun they're glittery glitter glittery vampires yep true story oh my gosh so you can usually find these guys in washington or even alaska those are pretty common places that they like to live in <gasps> like it could be one of us <clears throat> could be i don't know have i ever seen you in the sun? i don't know i don't really go out during the daytime this time of year <laughs> <laughs> uh they can also be out at night but they're indoors these vamps need human blood to survive, but can often get away with the vegetarian diet, meaning only preying on bunnies and mountain lions. The veg- vegetarian. That's what they called it in the movie. <laughs> He's like, cute. I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> That's not a vegetarian, dude. That was that was probably one of my favorite stories. It was so fun. Far. It was, that a, was fun a fun one. one. Yeah. And I like. I mean, your I I your ghost stories are so amazing and great. But sometimes you need a little break. Yeah. Okay. So I want to start this off by saying that this guy named Steven is very, very dumb. And some of the stuff that comes up in this story will make you cringe. Yeah. So, okay. So Terry Lynn was born on July 28th, 1972 in Michigan. Her and her sister, sister, Alicia attended public schools. They had a pretty average upbringing, nothing really to write home about. Uh, Tara attended Michigan State University and got a bachelor's degree in business. Tara was a well-liked, beautiful perfectionist. So just well-rounded. Yeah. She was also pretty ambitious. After college, she started working at the Washington Group International, which was a corporation that provided integrated... I had to look it up because I was like... What does that even mean? What type of business is this? Uh, You're afraid I was going to ask. Maybe. Which was a corporation that provided integrated engineering and management construction services to businesses and governments around the world. Okay. All right. So still not sure what the business does, but that was their... (laughs) Sounds like they help people manage their businesses. Manage their engineering. Manage their managers. Yeah. So... 
Um, I'm not sure what she did there, but she was required to be gone often for work. She was always on some sort of business trip. She met her husband, Stephen Grant, in Michigan, and they ended up having two children, a girl named Lindsay and a boy named Ian. Oh. Blaine a girl. Babies. By 2007, Tara's career was like in hyperdrive. She was making like, oh my, she was making an insane amount of money. But uh, because she was making that much and how demanding her job was, she was gone almost every day during the work week. Um like on business trips she was like gone from like monday through friday almost right going and going overseas and everything like that Jeez, that would um, suck yeah suck. so steven cared for the children 99.5 percent of the time he also worked at a machine and dye shop which his father owned so he's working for his daddy the couple did have did have a live-in nanny from Germany, and her name was Verena. I'm not even Dyerks. And in 2007, she in 2007 she was 19 years old, so she like was fresh off the off the Baby. press. Yeah, and so the more demanding Tara's career became, the more her and Stephen would argue. It was mostly about how much she was always away from home, how much she would miss soccer practices, swim lessons, and things like that. And he's just like, you're not being a good mom. You need to do better and stuff like that. Yeah, he was not great. He even at one point said that he was a better mom (gasps) than Tara was. He said that I'm the mom. She's gone all the time. And he even said, I'm the mom of the house. That would be pretty rough. Like, in his... But still, at the same time, you don't do, you don't say that. Yeah, you don't say that. That's your spouse. You're a team. Yes, exactly. It was thought that the arguments and his attitude towards Tara stemmed from feeling emasculated in a domestic role. And to stroke that ego, he would often find other women to make him feel better. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. No, not at all. (laughs) Um, it was known from close family members that Stephen was a narci- narcissist, and he would often keep Tara in the dark regarding their finances. Ugh. So he, what? She was like, who? Who made? She, she was, was the money the maker, money, but he wouldn't. She would never know. Like, I don't know if I can afford that. He never would tell her anything. What? Yeah. So, um, you're the breadwinner, and like the money that she would make, she wouldn't know where it went. Like. If that makes sense. I guess it was... Wait, when was this? 2007. Oh, okay. I was about to say, I guess it's back in the day you couldn't really look at your phone and check your account, but... I mean, yeah, you probably didn't really... You didn't have phones to look at your accounts and stuff like that. There weren't, like, apps for everything, so... No, you had to, like, go on to the On internet. your computer. Yeah, on <clears throat> your computer. But, I mean, she still could have, but she was gone all the time, so maybe she wasn't... She's like, you're taking care of the finances sort of thing because you're home. But she still never knew. He never yeah. told her, like, oh, I opened up a credit card or this and that. And, um, so the night of February 9th, fr- it was a Friday, 2007, Tara came home from a work trip in Puerto Rico. Or from Puerto Rico. She was excited to see the kids and spend the weekend with them. Um, because something that she would do is she would work Monday through Friday and strive to have the weekends off. 
so that she Makes could sense. spend time with him. Right. They're not in school or anything. Yeah. So uh, she was excited to spend the weekend with him. And before she had to go back, unfortunately, on Sunday morning for because she to Puerto Rico because she had to go to an early meeting on Monday. Okay. So she got like a whole day less with him, but she was like super excited to see them. Um, but unfortunately, instead, she did what her and Steven most of the time did, and they fought. Um, same old song and dance. He was upset she wasn't spending enough time with the family, and she's like, I'm literally here to spend time with the family. Can we just spend time with them? Right? Like, you're wasting the time that I'm trying to spend with the family. Because we're fighting. Yes. Um, and uh, Tara left the house, and Steven said that he saw her. On the phone with someone, and then a dark vehicle pulled up and picked her up. And that was the last time she was seen alive. Oh, okay. Yeah. So on Wednesday, February 14th, Valentine's Day, Tara had failed to show up to work for three days, and she was also not at home. And that was, like, definitely out of character because she was a workaholic. Right. So Stephen filed a missing person's... Uh, report with the Malcolm County Sheriff's Department in Michigan. He said that he attempted to call her multiple times, but she never answered. The police did ask why it took him five days to place a report. And he said that this isn't the first time that she's done it. So he was expecting her to like come back home, but she never did. Hmm. Yeah. So, over the next two weeks, Stephen made multiple media appearances and interviews. He even called out the local. <laughs> he, in, during one of his appearances, like his little conferences that he would have with the media, he called out the local to police, police department claiming that they were harassing him. <laughs> he said the day after Tara was reported missing, he was pulled over during a traffic stop and was arrested for driving on a suspended license. He claimed that they used that as an excuse to take him into custody to question him over Tara. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah. I mean, first off, yeah. yeah. that's They can do that. <laughs> but secondly, you were you had a suspended license. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't have been driving, ding dong. Yeah. So the police obviously denied the accusations. In the early investigation, Stephen would not work with the detectives like at all. He would refuse to answer any of the questions. Refuse. I mean, they searched his house. And when they first initially searched his house, he was like, I can help. What do you want? What do you want? You're like being overly. Right. She just sat there. Yeah. And then after that, he just, like, shut down. And he was, like, not t- answering any questions, nothing. Wow, you look super suspicious, dude. Yeah. So uh, he did agree to a polygraph test as long as it wasn't by done by someone involved with the police department, which was. What? Yeah. He's like, I'll do a poly, but not if it involved the police department. <laughs> okay. They're going to give it to them. Yeah, I don't. Anyways. So the police first, uh, their first inspection of the house didn't show any signs of foul play. And because of how later, because of how uncooperative Stephen was with the investigation, the more suspicious he seemed to the police. Yeah. They discovered some emails that he sent to some woman and to his ex-girlfriend complaining about his wife and how much he resented her. Uh, the police even discovered their nanny, and Steven started a sexual relationship about four 
weeks before hmm, Tara the 19 year old yep oh my gosh about four weeks before she went missing i mean i guess she's legal yeah still still you shouldn't be sleeping with yourself the nanny ended up being shouldn't be cheating on your wife yeah right <laughs> uh the nanny ended up being uh out with her friends the night that Tara went missing so she was not ever a suspect okay because she had a solid she had alibi. alibi gotcha yeah. on march 2nd a person walking in the nearby woods the police already inspected because they inspected it before found a bag with some blood inside of it and metal shavings and he worked at a mansion's shop oh yep. so the police arrived at the grant's home with a warrant to search the property while they were searching Stephen actually fled the scene. He's like, oh, my gosh, Bye. you are ding dong. <laughs> no, dude. Um, they they also found or so the police found a torso of a body in a garbage bag in a tote <gasps> inside the garage. What? Yeah, they they uh, then went to the machine shop where he worked and they were able to find hair, blood and even pieces of. Tara's flesh. Oh my gosh! I know. Steven. Steven is not very good at covering That's up. Piss. Stupid. <laughs> but I'm glad you're stupid. Stupid Steven. Stupid. St- sorry, my dad's. Our dad's our name. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Sorry, dad's. Mine's a PH. So is mine. Oh shoot. Oh, why did I say that? The story's a PH. Mine's a V. Oh, mine's a PH. Oops. Sorry, dads. Sorry, but you're not. Dad. Your last name's not Grant, so stupid Correct. Stephen Grant. Stupid Stephen Grant. Now the mission was to find Stephen. So let's find Stephen. Let's find him. It took the police two days to track him down. After he had made a where did phone- he go? You'll find out. <laughs> uh, he made a phone call. He was trying to like hide from the police, right? Right. But he calls his sister. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how they were able to track him down. He was over 250 miles away in a state park. He had brought pills and alcohol in pe- preparation to take his own I life. I thought you were going to say like preparation age. All this talk about booties. <laughs> Wait, where were the kids? Uh, but during this time, they were with uh, their aunt. Okay, his sister. Uh, her sister oh, okay yeah. okay okay yeah so he brought so, stuff to kill himself yep he okay. brought stuff with him to kill himself okay when the police arrived to his hideout he was actually when she went missing when they were fighting they were in the beds in their bedrooms asleep okay so oh the kids were yeah i see yeah uh when the police arrived to his hideout uh he was actually suffering from hypothermia and had to be airlifted to a nearby hospital for treatment because he had no snow gear or anything on. And just sleeping in a park. Yeah, sleeping in a wooded national park. Wow. The biggest dummy of all. You were real prepared there, yep. buddy. Uh, Stephen ended up confessing to the murder of Tara. He said that on the 9th of February, when she came home from work, they did, in fact, argue. But he also said that he accused her of having an affair with her coworker, so she slapped him and he hit her back, knocking her to the ground. Oh! 
uh, he said that she said something like, that is it. I'm taking the kids and you'll be left with nothing. That And that's when Steven snapped. He choked her for four minutes. <gasps> and at one point she grabbed his arm to like stop him. And he's like, nope, gotta, gotta finish this because I'm, <sighs> I'm gonna go to jail. So might as well finish it instead of stopping and getting maybe six years for attempted murder. Right? Yeah. So he panicked and kept killing her. I don't know. Uh, oh, so he his intentions weren't going to, he wasn't going to kill her. He was just angry he, in the moment. I think that it was, I, this is what he was telling the police. Okay. okay. So uh, he ended up wrapping a belt around, after he killed her, he wrapped a, a belt around her neck. And used it to pull her down the (gasps) stairs. You piece of crap. And then put Tara's body in the back of his SUV. And the nanny that he was sleeping with returned home from her night out with her friends. So he had to like immediately start the grieving husband role. He told her about their argument and how Tara just like left the house. Then him and the nanny went to bed together. So, you know, she didn't know. No, she didn't. But he, but the he done did being it. able to just yeah. do that after. Yeah, I need a palate cleanse. Yeah. So the following day, Stephen went to the. We're still in this his storytelling. Okay. The following day, Stephen went to the machine shop to dismember Tara's body. After he chopped her into multiple pieces, he went to the woods and near their house, he loaded her body. That was in a tub he had brought onto a sled he took from his house. Because, I mean, it's Michigan in February. Right. There's snow on the ground. And I'm not entirely sure what his plans plan was, but it went sideways pretty yeah, Oh, obviously. <laughs> he was towing the sled when it lost control. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> and it ended up sliding down the hill. On its own. Oh, no. So he's like. It's not funny. I swear. It's not funny. It's just I can just picture this idiot. I know. So he's like chasing after this body he just dismembered (laughs) down a hill on a sled. It ended up like hitting a tree or a rock or something and the sled broke. And so did the tub. So then he I'm had so to, glad she made it hard for him in the end. I know. So then he <laughs> had to like gather all these body parts and ended up burying them in shallow graves like uh sporadically throughout yeah. in different spots. Uh da, 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 da. Minus her torso. Hold on a second. Okay. Um he even moved the the bodies that he or the pieces that he buried a few times so that no one would find him or find them. Uh, but he was actually hoping that wildlife would find them and get to them Spose before them. anyone else. Yeah. yeah. When he found out the police was going to be searching the area, the the woods, uh, in the very beginning, he took her torso back to the house to avoid them finding it. I don't know why just the torso. I don't know. Maybe because it's the biggest piece and it's easy. I guess. Or like... It was very bizarre. I was why just the torso? Maybe he didn't have time. That's he didn't weird. say why. Okay. So uh but he did tell the police 
and I quote, I did a very, very bad job at hiding anything. It was right there in the open. At least he knew it. Um, when he fled his house, he drove around Michigan for a while, popping pills and drinking. He wanted to die in the woods, and that's why he didn't wear any protection while out in the snow. All right. Yeah. On December 21st, 2007, Stephen was found guilty of murder. Why would you want to die that way? I know. There are so many other ways to go. I know. A gunshot. Sorry. Sorry. I mean, that's very. This is not. Not. Yeah. But still. It's very slow and painful. Yeah. Hypothermia. Yeah. And then you're drinking. So like, I mean, you're keeping yourself warm. So you're making it even slower. Yeah. Whatever. And then you're high because you're taking pills. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Stupid. On December 21st, 2007, Stephen was found guilty of murder of Tara Grant in the second degree. Good. He... Uh, is facing 50 to 80 years uh, for the murder and 6 to 10 years addition for dismembering a body. So, um, as for the Grant children, Tara's sister and her husband with their two children ended up adopting the two kids. They have been able to live a pretty normal life given the circumstances. Uh, Each year, the... Tara sister and their family and um, host a 5k fundraiser called Tara's run to raise awareness for domestic violence. Steven's father ended up committing suicide a few years later. Uh, Those close to him suspected that he was never able to get over the damage and shame his son had brought to the family, which makes sense. That's sad. So sad. Yeah. Lindsay, the older child is 21 currently and studies at the university of ohio she wants to be a child psychologist and help children with trauma that's awesome yeah ian is a freshman in college in wisconsin he likes to put a lot of his focus on putting an end to into domestic violence and both the kids want nothing to do with their biological father good and i'm gonna end the story with this ian said i like to spread the word to pretty much in domestic violence because I've been through that situation and I'm trying to make sure nobody else has to go through that again. And that's the story of Tara Grant and the stupid, her stupid husband, Stephen Grant. Ding dong. (laughs) I just picture him running. I know after the sled. (laughs) I know when you said that, I just lost it. I was like, oh my God. She was making it so hard on him. Good job. (laughs) She's like, you can kill me, but I'm going to make you get caught. I know. Sorry. Sorry. Not sorry. Not sorry. Yeah. That was, it's, I mean, it happened on Valentine's Day, but there's not like, I didn't find any murders like about Valentine. Like, I'm going to murder you because it's Valentine's Day. I don't know. Why is that something love theme? Yeah, I don't know. I liked it. That was good. I liked it. It worked. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, I'm gonna tell you a neighborhood story. Are you ready? Yep. Huge divorce cell. Okay. I love this. He couldn't keep his pants on, so they're yours. (laughs) Starting at night, nine a.m. ish to whenever I pass out, (laughs) come by and get fabulous deals on. 
furniture, clothes, kitchenware, and anything else my cheating husband touched. Bring your penicillin. Uh, <laughs> Nearly everything must go. Come and get great deals. His girlfriend gets him, but not everything I bought. The sale will be amazing, and you'll love helping a newly single mom with two kids. If you love great deals, nice stuff, and despise cheaters, come get it. (laughs) And so one of the pictures that she showed, it was a Vincent Van Gogh Starry Night painting, and it was $70. (laughs) It's, uh, it was on sale for 70 Originally, it was 100 A four-year-old painting on canvas. Not sure of authenticity. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, my gosh. That's how I would be. Sorry, cheater. Not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Shouldn't I would been, shouldn't definitely let everyone know. Don't cheat, guys. Yeah. Don't cheat. It's not cool. Do you want me to start? I can do this. Yeah. So, we're going to get going because... We've made this longer than we wanted to. Yeah. Than we planned on. We've been trying to cut it down. Yeah. We had a good time. Okay. So uh, to listen, by now you guys should know, but where you can find us, we're on all the major podcast streaming platforms on iTunes and Spotify. You can write and review us. Please do so. We really appreciate it. It helps us. Also, you can follow and like us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And that's at WWTN Podcast. Our uh, website is whatswiththeneighbors.com, and there you can find just about everything, all the links for everything on there, along with our Patreon page, which is patreon.com forward slash WWTN, and there we have two different tiers that you can be a part of on the donor bus, which is $5 and $3, and the $5 you get unedited access to our episodes and along with everything that's in the three dollar tier which is exclusive content also on our website you can find a link to our merch yes we have merch we have merch we want to uh have more merch so just get on there and it's our shirts are 25 bucks yep so uh and it looks uh, it looks awesome Yep. So, have you checked in on the neighbors? What's with the neighbors? Green, out. Green, out. Oh. What's with the neighbors? You really pee on your feet in the shower? Yes. Do you not? No, I seriously do. Every, and it's like, it's triggering. Like, I, oh, yeah, when the water turned on, you're like, oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like when you sit on a toilet yeah. and you're not supposed to pee yet. Yeah. Yeah.